0: What are the business implications and values of digital transformation? How crucial are people in making digital transformation a success? Is a shift in organizational culture necessary for digital transformation? What challenges does digital transformation have on the people within an organization? This is Inductive Conversations with our host, Arnel J. Ignacio, speaking with our guest, Don Pearson, the VP of Sales and
1: Marketing at Inductive Automation. Hello, and welcome to Inductive Conversations. My name is Arnold J. Ignacio, and today we're going to talk about a popular topic in our industry digital transformation. Before we begin, I want to welcome our guest, Don Pearson, Vice President of Sales and Marketing here at Inductive Automation. Welcome, Don.
0: Thank you. It's good to be here right now.
1: Don, would you like to take a moment to uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself?
0: Sure, sure. I, um, I guess I'd have to say, for starters, I, I do not come to this job without uh, with a lot of background in the in the engineering side of the house. Um, I started working uh, with inductive automation. Uh, basically, I had a relationship with Steve, our founder and CEO. I was a group publisher and executive vice president at a media company. I ran a group called the Government Technology Media Group. And that really dealt with um, the world of information technology in the public sector. So particularly the focus was on state and local government. So really my job was involved with a number of magazines, um, digital communities, government technology, governing, emergency management. These were all areas where uh, collaboration work among public sector organizations was necessary to bring uh, better services to, uh, to us as citizens. So a little bit different area we cross over a lot in the digital transformation side with um, water and wastewater and utilities and those public sector organizations smart cities smart infrastructure those areas Uh, but my background was really in that spent a number of years as a partner in a consulting firm and uh, always really been interested in the uh i don't know the elements of bringing an organization together and building a team and uh, really trying to uh, get those teams focused on some sort of product with a with a purpose, so um, getting engaged with inductive automation uh, at, at its uh, very beginnings has been a an exciting adventure for me. Arnell, and uh, been through many many phases over the last uh, 16, 17 years, and it's uh, still exciting.
1: Excellent, excellent. Well, you know you, you have an amazing background, Don, and you know you have a lot of knowledge in, in the areas uh, of uh, the digital uh, world, um, and so in In this podcast, we wanted to talk about digital transformation, and you know we've all talked about the technological aspect of it, the implementation. but I wanted to get your insight in more of the people side, more of the business side, which um, I feel like we we would, could talk more about um, so uh, first, you know we've had a lot of uh, people talk about digital transformation and and explain what it is. Uh, you have inter- uh, uh, interviewed Remus Pop from Riveron. Uh, who's talked about it, um, but um, can you explain to our listeners, you know, what the digital transformation is from your perspective and why is it important?
0: Sure. Well, I do think that um, you know, as technology has been developing, and in, in some ways, the industrial sector is, is not kept up as much with um, with the developments that maybe IT has been more involved in. But really, you're talking about uh, a sector that has been building stuff and making stuff for centuries. Um, but in many many ways, uh, the methodologies used in building that, the organizational structures used in uh, in bringing together industrial organizations, uh, haven't uh, haven't kept pace with what the capabilities are. You know, I heard it said at one time about it about teaching when you start looking at transforming teaching that that a, a classroom today looks about the same as a classroom did a couple hundred years ago before you started seeing a lot of evolution in the in the educational space. You had a teacher, you had a blackboard, you had some chalk, and you had some students sitting out in front of them, and that's pretty much how teaching was done. But all the possibilities that could go on in the educational space by using technology, by evolving, have really had a huge impact and continue to in that area. You could see a parallel over in the um, the world of industry. Manufacturing methodologies and ways people have built things and the ways they've organized their business have been pretty much the same based on how fast technologies moved in their areas so when i think of digital transformation i just think it's the the ability to take digital technologies and use those technologies to fundamentally change the way organizations run fundamentally change the way they produce products and use those technologies to accelerate change to bring information to all levels of the organization so that you can look at all that information and you can make decisions faster and better Um, the overall goal then, of course, would be the improved efficiency, the improved success of those organizations by, the de- by deploying digital technologies throughout. And um, that may be a long-winded answer, but I think it involves all of those kind of things for change to occur. And to your point earlier, of course, using digital technology also means people have to be willing to. They have to be willing to change and grow. And those are the kind of things that become, I think, the uh, the challenges when you look at digital transformation.
1: There, there's a, this evolution and it's it's amazing to see as we move into this digital transformation, a lot of the organizations that we've worked with uh, and have heard um, kind of the positive um, results that they've got, come from it. Um, and with the insight into a lot of those customers, I mean, how, um, how has IA approached digital transformation? How have we looked at it from our perspective?
0: It's interesting because in the very beginning of inductive automation, from the roots, uh, from our founder Steve Heckman, there was a goal to use IT technologies in the SCADA or in the OT space. That was an initial goal, and uh, Steve had the thought that my gosh, if I could, to be simplistic here, if I could just get data from PLCs bidirectionally to and from SQL databases. I could do tremendous things for my customers he was an integrator he wanted to help his customers solve problems he he wanted to deal with the pain points that they were experiencing and help them get beyond them so that would be a very very focused goal but that goal then expands when you start thinking about it because as soon as you bring it technology and ot technology together you open up tremendous possibilities in an organization so when you think about it from ia realize Inductive automation or IA has evolved over the last two decades also. So the word digital transformation wasn't even being passed around. We were just trying to get data to and from SQL databases and solve problems for customers, but then you start opening the door and you see what else the possibilities are. Those initial products, the, uh, what was called factory SQL, Steve used to call it the Swiss army knife for an integrator. Cause once you got in, you could do so much. And then you see the evolution of the Ignition platform opening the door to major capabilities all the way from edge to enterprise as digital transformation as a topic starts emerging. So when you think about it from IA's viewpoint, um, it sort of evolved as our platform evolved, always trying to solve more pain points for that end user customer. And along the way you realize you need to think about it as a overall architecture You need to architect it properly so that you can migrate a legacy system, not rip and replace, but migrate a legacy system into a digital transformed capable enterprise system. And that requires thinking ahead as you architect. And I believe that's what our sales engineers and the people working with uh, our developers are all thinking about. They're saying, how do we build a platform that gives the capabilities to look at the entire enterprise from access to data to the utilization of that data when something is done with it to make it more valuable and have it put into context. And I think that's that's the approach that IA takes to it.
1: Excellent, excellent. Yeah, it's, it's amazing to see, you know, how customers have been able to extend that vision. You know, it's, it's interesting you talk about data and and context. You know, we had a, a podcast with uh, Blendtec recently, um, and they told us about their story of how, you know, there's a lot of companies that have access to data, but they don't know what to do with it, you know, and they found a way to apply context to give them the ability to make those decisions. And so uh, to, to the point that you made also, you know, it's not about rip and replace, it's about improving the efficiency of what they have. And they were talking about, you know, some, some locations, they only use 50% of the machinery, but with the implementation and the solution that we have helped them, you know, put together, they're able to get almost 100% uh, uh, efficiency out of that machine without having to spend additional, you know, uh, money on new equipment. So that leads me to the next question. You know, what are the, some of the business implications of digital transformation, and why should businesses embrace it?
0: Well, uh, that's a very good question, and one that obviously organizations that are making decisions to spend money and put energy into this are are asking. But I think if you really think about it. Historically, organizations have built up a little bit too much in a siloed way. So you, you have a finance division, you have, a, you have manufacturing, you have the manufacturing plant, you have, a, you have the OT or the operations technology side of the house, and you have the IT side of the house. And unfortunately, historically, never the twain shall meet. There was often a little bit of uh, lack of colla- collaboration and coordination among those two sides. So when you think about the business implications, you realize that value can be gotten from all different aspects of an organization. But if the right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing, then you're going to have a challenge to get context and make better decisions. Or if it takes so much time, if uh, finance people are looking at reports that basically have a lag time of two months since they happened and manufacturing deals in milliseconds uh, in terms of decisions they need to make to handle downtime and keep production going and Get the value you were talking about with a blend tech. You need to bring together real time information, historical information across the enterprise, and then you see many business implications. Yes, it is. It is. It has to do with their supply chain. It has to do with how they handle the their production line and how they handle downtime. It has to do with planning. It connects to the sales and demand. So there's so many things that that bring business value that become real to an organization as they progress on this digital transformation journey.
1: You know, you talk about all these connections that are being made, you know, how organizations are siloed in their own areas. Um, and a lot of times digital transformation is, is spoken in the terms of just a, uh, a new technology, like such as IIoT and MQTT. Uh, but it's also about people and a new way of thinking. Uh, and I feel like this is something that we won't want to talk about more It's like how, how important are people in the digital transformation? How important it is to connect everyone um, in, in digital transformation?
0: Well, if you think about it, um, it's a little bit of a, a limited view when you use the word digital transformation, because, you, I mean, it's been said different ways, but you're really talking about the people, the processes, and the technology or technology programs that come together. So it's people, process, and programs. Um, when you're really trying to make the full thing happen. So if you think about value, we were talking in the previous question you had there, okay, you get more information, you make a better decision, you can handle downtime. But what about innovation? What about an innovative company? What about a company with a, a culture of collaboration? You need to open up your organizational structure so individuals have a chance to bring their great ideas and their great skill sets together to help the organization overall. So if you think of one of the major leverage points of an organization, yes, I do understand in manufacturing, we're talking about hardware, machinery, production lines, heavy-duty work with stuff. But we can't underestimate the fact that people are what makes things happen. And people take that information and make decisions with it. Or they think about it differently to come up with a creative or a new idea. So when I, when I look at this overall, and I, I think about it a little bit about Uh, the culture at inductive automation i mean we have a strong commitment to listening to our customers uh, not just as a pr message but you know the ideas portal that happens uh where you create a feedback loop so your customers give feedback back to your development team so they know what's needed next what should they be doing how are we going to get this uh, uh this development out into the marketplace you're listening to customers all the time so you basically think about things from the viewpoint of how do people and processes make something happen using the tools of technology. Um, I think many a project has failed because somebody, somewhere in an organization really didn't uh, want it to really succeed. They had another agenda. They weren't willing to be flexible. They weren't unleashing the innovation of other people inside the company. There wasn't a collaborative spirit. So bringing people and process together Means you have to be willing to think differently you know um uh what, what is that uh, uh i've heard it said in many different ways that definition of insanity is doing what you've always done how you've always done it and actually expecting a different result I mean, that's not how it works if you someone brings in some technology but the processes and the people are managed exactly the same way then you're not going to get a different result so you want to maximize your people maximize your process change and maximize your deployment and utilization of technology, and that combination is a constant feedback loop that continues to grow as the organization evolves.
1: Yeah, and and, and that's important. And you mentioned and culture, um, and so from what you're you're saying, company culture is really important. You can't just say, "Oh, I want to do" or "I want to implement digital transformation." Let's just go ahead and do it. There is a there's a process that comes before that where it's a mind shift, correct? So um, what role does company culture play in uh, digital transformation?
0: Arnell, I think it's I think it's huge. I think it's huge, uh, um, particularly because you could say I mean digital transformation isn't a technology project. It isn't a destination, meaning saying okay, we were, we're going to do digital transformation, now we're done, because we as people are evolving in terms of our ability to learn how to use the technology and how to work with each other in that process too. So it's a, you know, rather than saying digital transformation is a destination, I prefer to think of it as a process, a continual thing. So um, just like you think about software, we talked to Carl and Kobe in terms of the the main development of our software, and and you clearly hear it said the software is never done. It's a development process, you're always improving it. I would say digital transformation is never done, you're constantly improving the deployment. And that means you have to have a culture that accepts and welcomes change, that has a fluidity about it and really utilizes its people very well, which also is what engages people and makes them want to stay with the company and be part of that process because they feel like they're able to use their skills, improve their skills, and make a contribution with those skills.
1: So, you know, when it comes to digital transformation, can an organization embark on that? without approaching culture? Is that, is that something that can happen or is culture just really important to change in order for this to work?
0: I guess my short answer is uh, no. It can't. I, I don't think you can embark on digital transformation without approaching the culture and the people side um, because a lot of the benefit is gonna come from the evolution and how it happens. So I would say that when you think about digital transformation, you have to think about it in the context. And maybe that's my bias because my background is more on the people in process side. Um, but I've also seen, you know, if you, you know, it isn't just about technology, run, good technology running around looking for a problem. It's the people in the process challenges that exist that incorporate and bring the technology together that make it uh, a workable combination.
1: So in in terms of digital transformation um is there something are there any aspects of it that does not get mentioned but should be addressed in conversations today
0: well i think i think if i look at that overall i would say that that there's still a challenge inside organizations to get a A broader look at what what it all entails to actually accomplish digital transformation there's still a little bit and this is uh, uh, this speaks to the mindset change that you were mentioning earlier that people have to get out of fixed ideas but very often at the high levels of an organization they don't see all the way down to the lower levels of the organization and sometimes at the lower level at the at the plant floor let's say or in the field they're looking at it as a project We have a project to get this new machinery deployed. We have a project to solve this problem. And I think um, uh, it isn't taking time to really envision the entirety of what you're trying to accomplish, at least envision it. So you're building the proper architecture. So you're including the right stakeholders in the process. This becomes something that I think needs a little more attention as organizations embark because people are going to be growing and changing through the process. So you want stakeholders involved continually in that interaction as it evolves. Uh, And I think um, there was an author many, many, a number of years ago named Stephen Covey, who wrote a book called, um, I think it's The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And he had these things that were part of successful people. I think they apply to successful leadership and successful organizations. And one of the things, one of those things that always stuck with me is he said, One of the seven habits is you begin with the end in mind. You begin with the end in mind. And I think when you think about digital transformation, it's not like you know the whole path forward because it's a process that has many changes as you go along, but you at least begin with the thought in mind of where you're trying to go. So you take your thinking above the level of just a project and you go to a broader scope on that. There's a a lot a lot of folks out in the environment who are doing a lot of good work. On digital transformation, jeff Winter is one of them i, I like following uh, his work and he really talks a, a lot about what it takes to accomplish digital transformation and i think the more you read and study and look at, at people who are talking and doing things in that area the more you get a, a better vision of what's the end in mind that we should be thinking about for digital transformation i think a little more vision needs to be uh, worked through as you're working at the project level and still trying to transform the whole organization.
1: So try, trying to tra- uh, translate that vision or express that vision to, to the organization um, is important. And do you find that to be one of the challenges from a people perspective? Do you find that to be one of the challenges or are there any ch- other challenges uh, regarding people with digital transformation?
0: When you think about very often, you're trying to bring together IT and OT people who have different perspectives and have operated on different timelines and I don't think you're going to accomplish digital transformation by going if you will from the IT organization down to the OT organization Um, I mean the ignition platform has really empowered people in the field to do amazing things for the entire organization but we often say that uh, digital transformation is OT up It's not IT down. When people say we want to have ITOT convergence, I want to correct them and say, no, it's not ITOT, it's OTIT convergence, because OT takes the lead. Now, why does OT take the lead? If you think about organizations historically and you want people to come along and get with the program, you've got to realize that that person in the field, um, that person on the production line, they're the people responsible for the product of that organization. They're the ones that have to keep production going 24 by 7, 365 days a year. And anytime there's a problem or breaking that, it falls right on their shoulders. So you really have to get at the heart of where production comes from an organization and listen well and work well. So you, you don't have these grandiose ideas of digital transformation. And then it doesn't really help. Joe or Mary or Pete or Samantha on the production line, who are trying to get things done. One of the reasons I think um, Gartner talks about uh, the, uh, the, the various phases and talks about that uh, trough de- that comes after disillusionment, you know, of a new idea, you get disillusioned, is because you don't take enough look at the reality of the person really making production happen and have yourself attentive to them with deploying change because everybody needs to be on the same page. Um, if you don't really have them working to make a better system that works for that operator, then you're gonna have a lot of trouble driving it from the top down. It has to be a bottom-up agreement to make digital transformation really occur.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And I think I think as we talked about this in terms of the people aspect, the digital transformation is is making that happen. And as you said before, it's connecting people together, getting everyone on the same page, Bringing the culture in, in, in line with, you know, we need to be connected as an organization to be able to make this happen and be able to communicate, not just with data, but also with each other to get to the greater goal, getting to a greater result with an organization. Um so from your from your insight, you know you've you've met with a lot of customers. You know you've seen a lot of projects come to life. You've seen a lot of success, really. Uh, you know in this area. So what feedback have you received in regards to implementing digital transformation from our customers? What what have you seen out there? Well,
0: I, I've had the uh, the privilege of being um, working with our community alliances division, which goes out and and creates the success stories are So it's been really very rewarding to see the evolution over time. Um, And and I would say to anybody interested, just, just uh, I'm a little biased here, but go to our website and look at some of the case studies that we've done. But you know, when I talk to people like Hugh Roddy from Chobani and I see what Chobani has done um, in their own digital transformation, they've clearly leveraged the ignition platform in ways that are just amazing. Um, But they just, the whole change of mindset, the whole change of process. If you listen to Hugh talk, you really see that they're talking about an entire organization operating differently. And they really, in my estimation, get it. Uh, Another food manufacturer, Sugar Creek out of the Midwest, I think has gotten tremendous results by thinking broadly about what they're trying to do with all aspects of their organization. So if you, if, if I look across the, uh, the landscape, uh and the opportunities that people are taking to really change the organization uh i guess pretty exciting i i think you you see orders of magnitude change in productivity not just incremental growth but if you if you really engage in that whole triangle of people process and technology and you really commit to the journey then you're going to find areas of growth in all different aspects of your organization that you wouldn't have seen because you're listening to people in the organization who have the best knowledge and the best insight into where gains can be made so as we see ourselves go from you know edge to cloud and want to leverage machine learning and ai and ar more effectively and back down to changes in uh, in, in very real-time kinds of decision making you really can see that gain we're not at the at the peak of this we're just at the incipient stages of really pushing the envelope for what can come when you bring technology together with people who are going to welcome it and really see its value inside their organizations. So I'm, I'm kind of an advocate. You can probably tell that a little bit on this area, but um, I get very excited when I see what happens with our customers, I'm really excited about uh, our upcoming ignition community conference. We're finally going to gather people together in person for the first time in a couple of years. And it's going to be great to get together with our customers and uh, get a little better feel for the uh, pulse of what they've been doing for the last few years.
1: Yeah, no, it's exciting that we're, we're getting back in, in, into in-person and just being able to meet the customers again and to hear their stories. It's, it's, it's amazing just to hear just a lot of the, the success that people have had with Ignition and just the, like, I guess you could, I don't, I don't know if this is the right term, but the relief, like they've been looking for something that, you know, um, to help solve whatever their issues are in terms of trying to improve efficiency whether it be trying to increase production, or whether to improve profits, to see where you know um, areas where things could be improved, and it's just to, to know like finally they found something that will will work. And then the amazing part of that conference is the willingness to share. It's just it's just amazing that people are trying to work together to find a common a common ground to find better solutions. So I think I think it's fantastic
0: yeah you know you you mentioned earlier in terms of just different things about uh digital transformation and what might what i might say that makes it really work and about uh the inductive automation culture but i really like ignition community conference for exactly the reasons you said the the willingness to share ideas i talk more today about just within an organization but outside of the organization other people in other fields involved in other vertical industries learning from each other how something learned in one industry can have a crossover benefit in another industry these are all things that i think make the the world of industrial automation that inductive automation and the ignition platform play into so exciting at this time because the amount of change that's happening the amount of innovation that's occurring is really a welcome sight to see uh, because organizations certainly are challenged and having the tools and the process to get involved in to address some of that is uh, pretty exciting times, I would say.
1: You know, we, we've had a lot of organizations come up with all these different solutions. Is there, uh, do you have any insight on, as to why now uh, people and organizations are more willing to collaborate? Is there, uh, is, do you have any insight on that?
0: Well, I have some thoughts. I, I don't I don't know if I'd, I'd raise it to the level of insight or now, but I would certainly call it to, to opinions. I got lots of opinions, you know, but I, I, I do think that the environment, uh, the environment becoming more and more challenging um, has forced organizations to realize that and, and technology has opened up the capability to have vehicles for really doing collaboration in ways. So there are more tools available and I think of necessity to be able to compete and develop your organizations, uh, more and more, there's been more and more pressure to open up and listen. Um, I would still say there are, there are still many siloed organizations that don't listen, but you're seeing the, the evolution of the trend towards more and more digital transformation and more and more collaboration occurring. And as you see that it's sort of, uh, success breeds on success, and people open up more and so more collaborative organizations you know are involved in things we're involved with the eclipse foundations working group for the spark plug specification I really find that extremely valuable all these different diverse organizations from end users and vendors of hardware and software coming together to say how do we build a better solution for transport of information and data inside the industrial sector and you'll learn a lot from each other so I feel the timing is right for a lot more benefit coming from that kind of collaboration.
1: In relation to the, the previous question that I asked in return, in terms of the feedback that you've received from customers about digital transformation, um, do you have any insights on, to the business value gained from digital transformation? Um, any, any real world examples, something tangible to, to show that there is success in implementing digital transformation?
0: A lot of our customers will, when we do case studies with them, share different numbers. I'm thinking of one um, Cherry Manufacturing down the Central Valley here of California, who uh, reported in their case study like a 100% increase in productivity, meaning they doubled their productivity with the same amount of shifts uh, from what they were doing in terms of their digital transformation project. This is not full digital transformation, but it is an example. major change in their ability to accelerate and grow because of using technology across their entire organization. So I think you would see that there are um, more cases of large pieces of growth and change, and also decreases in downtime and stress within the organization from having information throughout the entire organization. Uh, So I think it it takes a little bit of digging to listen to these customers. uh, But the the main benefit of the commitment is that you end up with larger and continuous change increments as you go forward because you're thinking constantly about improvement again from the technology but also the people in the process and so the insight continues to grow on itself over time and i think that's that's where the real benefit comes from with digital transformation
1: now, as as we wrap up our conversation here, Don, um, is there anything else you'd like to add in terms of, of the people in regards to digital transformation?
0: I get excited about it. I mean, what's happening inside our company, I, I'm excited about the fact that inductive automation has the opportunity to be uh, at a central point in this ecosystem of companies. You know, hardware, software, services, integration firms, all these people committed to serving that uh, industrial organization community if you will uh, on their journey um and we have the opportunity to work with some of the best and brightest across all different industries and i watch what's happening with uh with those industries and i have I've, i feel very privileged to be in the seat that i am um to see what's going on across so many industries and see the unique ways that people are taking the ignition platform for their industrial automation and digital transformation projects and giving us feedback on how we can do a better job. So being part of the ecosystem and part of this community is something that um, I find to be a, uh, a lot of fun, along with all the challenges that go along with it. So I guess that's my thoughts. I don't think I have anything else to add to it. I appreciate the opportunity to have a chance to chat with you a little bit today.
1: Thanks, Don. Yeah, I really appreciate you joining us today. Uh, thank you for your insights uh, in terms of the people and digital transformation and um, what we what organizations need to do to be able to be successful in, in implementing digital transformation. Uh, well, again, Don, thank you so much. appreciate you joining us today and uh, have a great rest of your day. Thank you.
0: Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, Arnell. Hey, listeners, this is a quick reminder to subscribe to our podcast if you're enjoying the conversations. Also, if you have a topic or a question you'd like us to cover, or if you're interested in being a guest on a future episode, then please send your inquiries to podcast at inductiveautomation.com.